And welcome, Rooney fans, to the break time with Scott the Big Guy Ferrara, Mike the Grand Poobah Barazzini, and today we have New York Ironworker Brooklyn Hardiker. Brooklyn, how are you today, dude? Yeah, unreal. Good, thanks. How are you boys? Can't complain, man. Can't complain. It's, yes. it's, yeah, you know, pouring rain up here by me. It's all nice, fun, and dark and cold. Yes, uh, yes. can't beat that. Can't beat the New York weather. Wow. Um, but listen, that's why that's why we're here. That's why we love it. And we actually we're going to make the announcement now. Um, you know, prior to this year and the iron workers name coming out, we were called the rooster boosters. Cause the, the name that the team had given itself in 2019 was the roosters. I believe that was a la Luke Hume who said the orange plume on the original Jersey. They looked like a bunch of roosters. We kind of rolled with it, but now with the iron workers name, um, there's going to be an official fan club name change here. We are going to be called the hard hats. Um, we're going to have some exclusive benefits for some hard hat, uh, um, members coming through uh this weekend at memorial field um and we're working with the team to to give you guys some exclusive stuff and there'll be some literature on the way about how to become a hard hat and that's going out to season ticket members first and then yeah. members of this group so i just want to make that announcement very excited thank you to dan gardner over at rooney for helping me out with this uh this project and kind of making us a little more legit so now we're the hard hats now i have to change all my posters mikey <laughs> this is fun <laughs> yeah uh, you know. yeah I love it. I love it. You might have to get a few hard hats out to the field. Oh, oh, you, oh, we, we're already on that Brooklyn. We, I mean, he's <laughs> mind meld right there. Me and me and Dan Gardner were already on that. But Mike knows when I we go to the the stadium, I put out these nice signs that I have, and some of them are um are group related, some of them are player related, and now I have to change all them because they all say Rooster Boosters on them. So that's all know. right. We'll get him. We'll get him updated quickly. That's another 200 bucks. My wife's not going to be happy about <laughs> yeah. ending, but you know, listen, this is why I do it. This is the fun part. Exactly. Anyway, talking about fun. Um, I got to meet Brooklyn at the watch party at stout, uh, stout NYC over at Penn station this past weekend. Yeah. We're going to have a couple more watch parties. We got to see the boys have their first uh, uh, crack uh, at week one MLR out in Seattle. Um, it was a very fun time. A lot of players were there. A lot of wives and girlfriends and boyfriends and husbands were there and a lot of admin. There was uh New York Rugby Club women were there, the, the, the women that uh, Pago coaches uh, in his off time. Um, it was a great time. I had a blast. I, I know Brooklyn had a blast watching uh, with me. I'm sure I was just was sweating all over him, and he had it. It was almost like being back in an Australian summer with me. Just like It was the underground. <laughs> the underground dungeon. <laughs> it was fun, though. Um, it was, it outcome, was, was yeah. turnout. Yeah, no, it was really good turnout. I was very excited. Uh, we had a lot of uh, – Hard hats there. Um, a lot of OG hard hats, uh, guys that that sit with me in my section. Uh, we got a nice group going, and some new people. It was great to see, and and great you know pictures. And I got to be honest, you know, it's one of those things where you go to a watch party. You don't necessarily have to know anybody because we'll come up and introduce ourselves. We're, we're that those type of people. Especially Brooklyn is like Mister Socialite over there between him and Joe Basser. <laughs> I guess it's an Australian thing. I don't know. They're just like, hi, you know, uh, like go uh, right up yeah. to people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. So, uh, unfortunately, not the result we want against Seattle, but I got to be honest, my first thought, and this is something I know Rick Salizo, uh, the CEO, also was thinking, they've been waiting six months to kind of punch us in the mouth for, for beating them in the final. Um, yeah. So there was some juice to that match. Not to say that Seattle's not a, a great team, and I got to be honest, they do look like they're going to be a contender for that number one spot in the West and, and championship and even the Shield. But they, they I thought, by watching they did bring some extra juice against us and um it showed 
they had some hard hits. They had a great defense. That defense was hitting the game line so fast. Um, it really, yeah, it was stifling um, those pop passes that we were trying to get out there, which is part of our, our offense there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it, like the seawall has always been a thing, right? It's always been the Seattle seawall. That's their defense. But to be honest, they weren't much of a wall as much as they were an attacking defense against us, Mike. Yeah, well, absolutely. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we not, we just couldn't. Right? We couldn't get anything kind of going. Yeah, it, it always seemed like you know we we get those those few kind of like pop passes in or that work, you know that forward work around the the outside of the rucks and they were just right there and so it, get, it seemed like we were constantly going back. We couldn't kind of get on the front foot. Um, we did capitalize on a few mistakes that they made and we kept going, but it just seemed like too and we were getting you know we get the ball moving we would shoot ourselves in the foot you know we get down inside the 22 or we, we get you know something going and all of a sudden either a penalty mistake on our part or like i said th- th- that seawall just kind of stifled everything and forced us to you know forced us back and forced us to make a mistake yeah you know and and i mean that's again that's it was Tough to watch because we were kind of shooting ourselves on the foot a little bit with the handling errors, but I know that the philosophy of the team and the philosophy uh, Coach Semple has out there is don't be afraid to make mistakes. You know, so that's the number one thing. We want to have this free-flowing free passing attack that's going to use the defense and have guys like Andrew Cohen and Brooklyn Hardiker uh, make a break and kind of get a little skinny to get out of a tackle, and all of a sudden they're going to go. And Andrew Cohen, i got to be honest, in my opinion, I know Ed Fidel got the first 15. He had an amazing try and a couple amazing runs. But Andrew Coe slaps people in the mouth when it comes to tackling. And if you don't know Andrew, he's not the biggest of wingers. Ed is way bigger than him. But for 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 his size, man, he slaps people in the face when he hits people. That's the big guy. Like, you know, I love that. I mean, yeah. he, was, he, was, he was hitting guys left and right on, on, on defense and, and making a lot of cuts on offense to free people up. Um, one thing I do want to mention, and this was weird, but Mikey kind of brought it up. Mike, do you remember the name of the official? Yeah, hold on. Uh, I just had it. Uh, Chris Asmus. So Chris Asmus um, was the official for the match. I don't think this call would have changed the outcome of the match whatsoever, but Chris is a primarily a sevens referee. This year, World Rugby changed the rule on intentional knocks where it's no longer a yellow card. It's just a penalty, and obviously if it impeded a try – would result in a penalty try. Uh, but Andrew Coe had intentional knock midfield and, and the, the official sent them right off. Um, I think that was more of just automatic because in sevens, it's still a rule that, that you get a yellow no matter what. Um, and I just wish the MLR would come out and say he made a mistake because it's okay to make mistakes. And it was been a rule in 15s forever. So like, I, I understand how it's just automatically you get to do that. But TMO should have caught that in my opinion. Um, again, I don't think it would have changed the outcome, but you never know. And it's just, you want to get them right. You want to make um, other than that, it was mostly us just shooting ourselves in the foot. I think we can, we can say that wholeheartedly. That shit happens. You have those matches. Um, in particular, you know, Nick Mayhew was was having a tough time with his ball handling. Um, and to be honest, it was, it was I think it was more tough for Nicky in the style you play to have somebody in your face than try and grab the pop. You know, he's a big prop. Try and grab the pop pass, grab the pass, and then throw a quick flick or a pop pass when you have a guy like Riker Tatting right up your face. Um, you know, so I think it's just a mix of. Seattle defense being good, the style we play wasn't working at that moment because they were so you know so in your face on those some of those passes. So unfortunately, Nick Mayhew didn't have his best match, but as we know, he could score some tries. Maybe we saw him score tries in the championship, probably in one of the most iconic tries in the championship. 
uh, thus far in the MLR, to be honest. Um, but listen, bad day at the office. We're going to look forward to week two later on, but now we're going to start our interview with Brooklyn. So Brooklyn, like we mentioned originally from Australia, um, uh, the town Bronte, Bronte, how do you, how do you pronounce the town? Yeah. Bronte, 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 New South Wales, um, you know, grew up playing, uh, pretty much every, on every New South Wales team you could probably imagine as a kid going through to under 17s. Um, in 2021, I believe you were on the practice squad for the Waratahs. Is, Is that correct? Um, yeah, yeah, I think I was pretty sure it was 2021. Yeah, I was doing a bit of preseason there. Nice. And then yeah. uh, 2022, I knew you had been signed with LA, but were you, where were you playing ball? Because I know you didn't get in any matches. Um, yeah, nah, in 2022, I was doing a bit of sevens. So I was, I was in there after the preseason from the Waratahs mm-hmm. and just sort of went down that path. Um, I was playing a bit of sevens there and then... I got injured um, uh, early in the year, yeah, tore my ACL and then got back from recovery from that and then headed over to LA um, for the last season and then redid it again. So uh, <laughs> didn't get on the it's, field, didn't get on yeah. the field. So Listen, that's common though. That now, so, that, you know, that's common. You see that in a lot of sports where you get the ACL repair the first time and for some reason it's just like, just a little bit weaker and you make a cut and you pop it again. And then all of a sudden that second one takes though. I mean, we've yeah. seen that quite a few times in the NFL, especially with big tight ends. Uh, you see them actually either they'll blow out one in one knee, come back, then blow out the, the, yeah. the, the left knee. And then all of a sudden they're fine or they'll, yeah. they'll do a double blow on the same knee. And then all of a sudden they have a great career. So yeah, honestly, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's less probably, invasive now. Goes. It's Yeah. It sucks. I'm not, trust me. It sucks going yeah. through two, yeah. you know, two buildups and all that. But my point being it's, it's less invasive. You're quicker on the field. And listen, you've been through the rehab the first time, so the second rehab should be easier. In my yeah, exactly. You know so, you know, I've, I've learned from the first. So, you know, I'm getting there. So, a couple weeks. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Listen, very excited. Um, yeah, he's one of those wingers uh, fighting for, for playing time with guys like Ed and Andrew. And he's another guy. Um, we have big fucking wing. Like, when I stand next to Brooklyn, he's a big friggin' dude. Like, I mean, I mean, I know I'm like a big dude, but I was like, he was broad. He was like, solid i'm like damn that it's gonna be a fucking another smashing wing we got i'd love <laughs> to see big guys run i mean i hate seeing big guys running sevens because you know I, just, I get out of breath watching sevens but <laughs> on the 15th field i think you're gonna really when you get when you get your time in you're gonna really make some plays and, and smack some guys in the mouth which again i'm all about the defense if you're coming in and, and hitting tackling people hard man i love you forever we love it um yeah, yeah. It. so uh, uh susie uh one of our friends down south in uh, OG Nola land. She can never decide uh, who she's rooting for, whether it's the OGs or Nolas. I think she changes depending on who's hiring. Not some changes are. Oh, yeah. Well. No, I, I love making fun of Susie. On our side. Yeah, no, listen, she's always a Rooney fan when she shows up to a Rooney match, as long as it's not against OGs <laughs> or Nola. Put it that way. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's a great hang at, 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 the, at the matches. But um, I'm going to start off with this. Uh, because they just had a promo on uh, Instagram featuring our boy, Charlie Hewitt, who last year had a sweet, sweet mullet. Um, this year, who do you think has the best hair on the squad? Um, best hair? Chansey. I'll tell you what, Chansey's hair is pretty bloody good. I can't, <laughs> can't go past that. Um, I don't mind a mullet. Joey, Joey Bass has got a nice little mullet going on now. So, you know... I, I, Chancey's, Chancey's hair is pretty good. He's got the, he's it's, got the throw going. Yeah. 
Yeah, Chance has amazing locks going on. He was he dubbed does. Rugby Predator by my buddy Rob Hammerschmidt uh, in those promo <laughs> shots they did. Uh, he's listen. He's always he, he's always looking good uh, in those in those. Those. I can't I can't pull it off though. It's just not long <laughs> enough. Like I'm at that age. I'm old. I'm an old fart. I'm like 35, so it's starting to go. So I've, I think I've lost the timing of, of you just don't want you just don't want your last haircut coming. <laughs> Listen, oh man, I got one like a month ago and I went, is this lighting like is this lighting for real? <laughs> really? But you know, listen, that's part of that's part of being a being an old guy now that I'm an old boy officially. <laughs> I was gonna say, so we mentioned you know from Australia originally. Um, how does it feel being, you know, an Aussie in a, a team full of Kiwis or a Kiwi run team? See, funny enough, I was when I was coming over here, Sammy Windsor was <laughs> I, I, I met up with him before coming over and he's like, you know what, it's actually uh not bad to add another Aussie to the to the team. We've got a fair few Kiwis there. You know what? It, there's a bit of camaraderie and a bit of, you know, whatnot going on inside the team, but we're, we're pretty much similar. We like each other, Aussies and Kiwis. So it's it's, it's a bit of fun. Have you already put, have you put down any you know bets for uh, for Bledisloe yet? You know, not yet, but it's coming around the corner. So there's going to be a bit of beef. We can tell. We've got couple, <laughs> four four of us now, so it's going to be better. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, I got a question. Does Butcher still play from a land down under uh, during practice? No, no. Well, Sammy, little Sammy Davis is on the is on the um speaker lately. Oh, really? Okay. So that's a change. Usually it was Quinn. Well, Quinny's Quill. So Quinny's got a Quinny's on the tunes with powers, but Sammy's got to bring it to the field. So sometimes forgets, (laughs) and then he's on the fines. That's great. (laughs) That's great because I know Butch used to play it in honor of just Joe Bass or not even for Sammy, just Joe Bass. He's like, I'm playing this for Joe. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. So let's. We might have to add it in. Might have to get it in for tomorrow. So all right. So let's say you're on the mic uh, for practice. Give me one song you're definitely gonna play. Oh. You know what? I don't mind my country music now since being over oh, here. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, we're listening into the car coming back from um, training. I don't mind a bit of Chris Stapleton. He's good. Okay. bit of Chris Stapleton. I have to, any, any song from him, I'll tell you. Any song. He just did the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Oh. He was really good. Unbelievable. Yeah. Really good. Unbelievable. I got a recommendation for you. Jelly Roll. Check out Jelly Roll. Jelly roll, brother. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send it, it to you on Instagram. Sweet, I'll add it. I'll have to. I'll have to show it in there for, from Quinny. Yeah. All right. I got my favorite. This is my favorite two-part question. So this is. Uh, I've, I've done this with every single you know rugby New York player. Um, flashy cleats or plain cleats, and then short socks or long socks. Um. Well, my well, yeah. Flashy in terms of. Bright. Like color. Color, yeah. That's me. I'm flashy. <laughs> flashy cleats, yeah, definitely. And um I'm long socks. Good. Okay. Gotta represent. You better be long Gotta socks. represent. That's that's what we do. Yeah. We do long socks here. Definitely. I, I was gonna say like well like are you the are you like so you're you know, kind of saying uh flashy, so like talking hot pink, lime green. Well like, I've got now I've got blue, so like a, a lightish, darkish blue. Okay. Oh, you're matching the you're matching the kit. I, oh, I yeah, like that. I, I'll show yeah. him. Okay. I've had I've had some stripes of bright pink in there, some past couple boots, but yeah, I'm just whatever goes. 
and like soccer oh. cleats, right? But like the thin. Yeah. Because you're fast, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that is that uh, because I'm slow and fat? I can only wear black cleats. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, I really do hate you. <laughs> All right, so this is another one that could get you in trouble with a team, but we really don't care. If you had to purchase another team's kit that you were going to wear, what kit would you purchase from 2023 kits? Can't be a Rooney kit. Got to be a different team. The MLR. <laughs> um, ooh. I, oh, I don't know, actually. There's there's some new good kit and some shocking kit out there. Not shocking, but some, some odd-looking kit. Um. Who came out? Atlanta. You know what? Atlanta looks all right, actually. I don't mind their they're, – they're looking all right. But Chicago, Chicago, the all green, I don't mind that. The all green looks good. I actually it like does. the whites. I like the whites. I don't know why. I like the whites when L.A. had them. Yeah, um, yeah. Everybody told me I was stupid, but I don't care. No, nah, they, <laughs> they look good. They look good, but for cleaning and getting shit on them. Yes, yeah, you know, they don't. They don't last too long. <laughs> so what else gets me? I hate white jerseys because they are the hardest to clean. Yeah, and they're they're the worst. You know, they dark are. colors. Yeah, they 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 look good, all for show and tell, they, but you know they don't last too long. Yeah, yeah, but but we're playing on turf, so who cares, Mike? <laughs> Blood still gets on it. Oh yeah, yeah. They, but that's cool. That's the that's the kit you keep at that point. You put it up on your. <laughs> Like you have Connor's jersey behind you. You knew you wanted Connor's blood on it. Don't lie. That's why. You, you know. That's why he's got it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you traveled around. You know, originally from Australia, traveled around the U.S. Say now you're a country music fan. Um, <laughs> what is what is your comfort food when you like want to get back? You, know, you had a bad day at the office. You just want to relax. What is what's the one thing that you want to you know eat when you get home? Hey. Um. Uh, the one thing I at home, massive on a barbecue, so I love a barbie. Nice. But here you can't really get outside for a barbie, so it's a bit yes, too cold for If that. you want to, you can. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Jesus, I, I got the there. smoker going last weekend. You can oh. definitely get out there. Look, I can't get one in here. Um, <laughs> they just can't find out. This is two different things. You just you can't get it caught. Give yeah. Give me a couple more months, and I'll I'll be out there. <laughs> Dude, go up on the roof. They ain't gonna find you. Not true that. Um, <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm more of a steak, steak and potato bake. If you know what that is. Okay. Absolutely. That's man. Steak. I'm. I'm a bit of a surfer, so I just chill, watch the surfing, watch some YouTube. You know, whatever. That's awesome. That's sweet. All right. So That's I got one. This, food. this is another one that might get you in the trouble and trouble in the locker room. Here's a kangaroo court coming. You gotta pick one guy you definitely want to room with on the on the um, Rooney Road trip, and one guy you would absolutely not room with on the Rooney Road trip on the road. Oh. <laughs> um, you know what? Well, I'm rooming with Enrique, the, nice. the new prop from Paraguay, and we have some fun. So he's definitely he's a nice dude. He was another guy I got to meet. He was a great guy. Yeah. So no, we have some good fun. Learning a bit of Spanish in here and there, but you know, not going too great. That's <laughs> pretty hard. Um, <laughs> but one bloke not to room with. Um, you know, it's Charlie because he just has a huge head that takes up the whole room. It could be Charlie. It could be. It could be. There's you don't get much out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, I his balls. Sorry. <laughs> And, and now another one that might get you in trouble as well. Um, 
if you had playing a game of backyard rugby and you had to pick anybody that you've played with as your first pick, who is that going to be? Um. Oh. Oh, who is it? You know, well, actually, one of my best mates that plays that I played with from school and growing up and whatnot plays back in Sydney, and he's got to be up there. He's a he's a decent player, decent fly half. So Ben Donaldson got to get him in my team. There we go. Yeah. I like that pick. I like going. I like Good going pick. with friends. You know, usually last year everybody's first pick was Andy. I was like, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, come on, Andy, <laughs> Andy or. Or Ed. Yeah. Or Ed, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I went, well, I went uh, for the safe option and went back home. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that question, though, Mike. I really do. Um, gosh. What's oh, what's the next? What's what's one I'm missing? I'm missing one. Did the hair. Did the kit. Did the socks. Did the cleats. Did the song. Did the who. The backyard touch. Man, I should really write these down, but you would figure after like a hundred episodes of these, <laughs> that they'd just be in the back of the head. Yeah, like I should just know them because we've done. Oh, there's um, there's another one I'm going to ask because he's a fucking back, and you can ask this question. What's your fastest Bronco time? Fastest Bronco. That was that was before I had any injuries and I was going all right. I got oh, what was it? It was like four. I fucking hate you. I just like, oh, twenty five. I think. God, I oh, I fucking hate him. Something like that. I was lucky if I cracked ten. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, was that when you were, you know, a spry eighteen year old before you're, yeah. you're you know, an old yeah. old twenty two year old? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, right. I haven't run a Bronco in fifteen years. <laughs> you go right. You I just right. quit. I just quit. I'm like, they're like, we're running Broncos. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Not, Not happening. Can't be out. Can't be out. Yeah, I was like, we're playing club division four right now. That doesn't. We don't run Bronco. Yeah, no, no, no way. Oh my god, Scott, your, right, Mike, your you shoes. One last one. I was gonna say your shoes became you know you know loose all of a sudden. You know, oh, oh yeah. yeah, you had to tie your shoes. Oh, I don't my sciatica <laughs> ankle. I was gonna say, yeah, so I got my big toe. I got knee. turf toe. I got turf. Yeah, toe. turf toe, dodgy <laughs> knee. You know. So we kind of mentioned it, or I kind of asked it when, you know, being, you know, an Aussie and the team of Kiwis, but how has it been, you know, coming to, you know, Rugby New York and how, how has it been, you know, integrating in with the team? Oh, loving it. Great, great gang of boys. Like, if, you, if you're going to come in, I mean, being an Aussie, heaps of Kiwis, you know, it's just, you slot right in perfect. Good, good crew. Can't complain at all. Have a bit of fun. And what a place to be in, honestly, New York. Like, wow. It's incredible. So, yeah, no, nah, it's it's sensational. Can't complain. Very lucky. Oh, I almost forgot. We got to ask this now, the new guy. So, what what team are you on? What color team are you on? Um, what am I on? Blue. So, what if blue. for fans who maybe we didn't get to talk about it? The teams were kind of broken up into what four colors? Yeah, like four yellow, colors, green, blue, and red. Yeah. Little mini teams, and on Mondays they kind of play a couple of games of touch just to clear their head in those teams. But they also did things like scavenger hunts. I think we talked about that with Fixi when he was on. Um, so you know, it's it's cool to see, and I got to watch. And if you if you ever get down to a practice on a Monday, it's fun to watch the butcher lose his mind when they lose a game of touch. I mean, <laughs> it's like you got it's, he fun, lost it's fun to watch the butcher lose the his World mind Cup in general. It's but, I mean, it's like he up. lost the World Cup. And they're playing, and they're not even playing real touch. They're He's throwing passionate. the ball He's forward, passionate. but just rugby passes. So every pass is illegal. Mm. 
And when he loot, oh my god, he's a cracker. It's he's he's fun. He's fun to go against to rev up. And um, yeah, nah, he's he's a good bloke. Yeah, no, I love. I it was. It, I got to see it last Monday. And it was so yeah, we had we had our little mini teams games today. Now, funny enough, our blue team has is undefeated so far through the season. <laughs> Just throw that in there. (laughs) Got it. That's just another dig. I'm gonna cut down. I'm gonna send it to Bush. Uh, (laughs) Uh, No, but it's it's good. I mean, um, if if you go back to the social media, they had some. um, They were busking on the street. Some of the teams they were in front of you know big uh, big um, icon buildings and places that you would recognize. Yeah, that was a good day actually. That was was, was, yeah. You could tell it was one of those things to kind of just bring the guys together and. Yeah, talk definitely. a little shit about you it. Know, and, and we only, only that was my, I think it was my third day here, and just getting into New York, like just still meeting everyone, and threw straight in, thrown in like that, and just going around, meeting, chatting to people, chatting to boys, like you with the whole day with them. So it was actually really good. That's awesome. That's what we love to hear because it really is about the family. And as you can see, when if you guys, like, we're going to talk about coming into week two, our home opener at Memorial Field in Mount Vernon. Um, last year, um, if you were a, a season ticket holder, it came to a match. Um, all the wives and girlfriends and, and everybody and, and all the kids that were there was fun. Um, Jason Emery and his three daughters will make his three daughters will make you laugh when they scream at the referee. It's hysterical how much they understand about rugby at such a small age. I, I heard there's going to be about 15 to 20 under seven kids there now with with all the families that are here. And that's yeah, one of the most important it. parts about the culture, right, is is. I know you're a young guy, but for the older guys to have their families there, have their wives there, definitely you know, have have their girlfriends there is, is part of the culture, and, and they're that's why they come to the watch parties, and that's why they're always at the matches. That's something that I really like about the culture is it is a family first culture. If you can sort yourself, you know, off the field and have a great life off the field, you'll definitely play way better on the field. So let's talk about playing way better on the field against the Toronto Arrows, 3 p.m. on Sunday. Again, we're opening Memorial Field. It's Championship Day. We're going to raise that banner. For that 2022 shield we won against Seattle. Um, we're playing a Toronto team that honestly, I couldn't tell by watching the game. I'll, I'll put this one caveat. It was 10 degrees there in Atlanta on Friday night. Mm. Um, so I wonder if that had something to do with a lack of offense by both teams. To me, Toronto just seemed in tatters. Uh, Atlanta was killing them up front with all their set pieces. And again, some of the, they made a couple mental mistakes in the last three minutes where they were down by 10, Toronto. They got the ball back after they scored a try. And if they score three points, they're getting the bonus point at least. If they score another try, they'll have like another 90 seconds and another restart to, to get another try to win. And they kicked the ball away immediately. And that was just weird to me um, that they wouldn't want to have the ball in hand to try and to, to score and at least get the bonus point. They ended up getting the bonus point at the death, but just to kick it away with three minutes left would have been tough for me. Um, so they seemed to be out of sorts at the end of that match after scoring, like they didn't know what they should be doing. Um, so I wonder if they're going to tighten up now coming into New York. And then we also have to tighten up with our handling errors. I mean, you know, the, the amount of penalties we conceded, um, you know, Jordan Chait just killed us with all the penalties he converted. He converted all six oh. penalties. Yeah, I mean, he was just slotting from, from everywhere in the field. He was slotting from out in the frigging parking lot, to be quite honest. I mean, <laughs> head down the middle. Um, Mikey, Mikey uh, Rodriguez, another one of the OG Rooster Boosters, uh, you'll hear him. Uh, scream shank he does not respect the kicker which is okay he was screaming it at the bar like they could hear him all the way in seattle unfortunately didn't affect jordan chait's uh <laughs> kick percentage unfortunately might have affected sam's though because i know sam missed a kick um so maybe uh maybe mikey needs to tone it down a little bit but um i think if we can just play our game we can battle up front 
and really, you know, hit those set pieces home like we normally can. I think this should be a, a little easier. The problem is Toronto always likes to play us hard at home. They have a very good game where they do this counter kicking and chase, and they're very good at it to make other teams make mistakes. Didn't happen for Atlanta. Atlanta was rock solid with um, White and, and Leonard out there uh, collecting those kicks. We have a, a back three that is really good at collecting kicks. Um, sometimes you'll see uh, Sam Windsor back there as well. Um, so we really got like four or five guys that are good at collecting kicks. So I don't know if Toronto's is going to have to change their strategy against us, Mikey. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that's the one good thing that we were doing uh, kind of really well this past weekend was uh, we did have a great kick defense. We were able to scoop stuff up. Um, I don't think, you know, Seattle got too many advantages off of, you know, kicking the ball to us. I think, you know, um, Ed scooped the ball up a good, a good few times. I, there was definitely one time where Andrew had a great run where he was, you know, weaving through people, eventually getting, you know, some, some great yards. So uh, hopefully that work, yeah, that works in our advantage. Yeah. I think we just got to clean it up, run with support. It seemed like a lot of times, a lot of our penalties seem to be not releasing. So, you know, make sure that we're getting there to, to make that rock. So doesn't put, you know, the pressure on the ball carrier to hold on to that mm. ball a little too long. Uh, but other than that, you know, just, just tighten up, hold on to that ball and, you know, play some good, you know, hard-nosed rugby. Absolutely. Um, I think uh, our defense was pretty good against Seattle. Let's be honest, the, the couple of tries they scored were really at the end of the match. Guys were tired. It's the first match. Again, it was really most of their points were killing us through penalties. If we could stop that, you know, I think that's that's our best bet. Um, and let's be honest, Mike, what's what's your spread here? Where are you going? Ooh, I'm going to say rugby, New York. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to say the it's going to be plus 30 to be over 30 for the total points. And I'm going to say rugby, New York by a try. Awesome. I'm saying uh, rugby, New York. I'm going to say minus 10 because you get three with the home point and then a converted try on top of that. Um, I think we'll get the converted try at the last the last uh, de- part of the death. I think it's going to be close because Toronto just shows up when they're in New York. I don't know what, yeah. what it is, but literally they come to play when they play us. Um, so I expect them to come in, especially after the Atlanta match week one, to kind of punch us in the mouth. I think that first 20 minutes is really going to tell us uh, the Toronto team we're actually going to see for the rest of the season. But obviously I think Rooney wins every match from here on out. Um, with less mistakes. I mean, that's the game of rugby. The, the team that makes less mistakes, that's the team that's going to win. I'm sure Brooklyn yeah. would agree with that. Yeah, definitely. So, absolutely. So, fans, again, we are now called the Hard Hats, baby. I will okay. see you guys in Mount Vernon. I'll probably be there like at like 10 a.m. tailgating. Me and my father going to have some wedges, have a couple of adult beverage. You want to tailgate Beautiful. with the big guy, you're going to want to go to the Best Buy parking lot, the lower levels across the street from the field at the Best Buy parking lot, not the Target parking lot, the Best Buy parking lot. That's where I'll be. Uh, me and Mike will be having our preview show half an hour before kickoff. I believe gates open at 1.30. I believe there's 90 minutes before kickoff at the gates will open. They, I believe they will be having uh, adult beverages served and food. Uh, so that's always good. Yeah. Actual stadium food. And Guys, I'm in section, what, six, row four, seat eight. Come say hi to me. Come take a picture. I got some new banners I'm putting out, and and guys, I can't wait, baby. I'm so excited for the home oh, opener. I'm sure, I'm sure Brooklyn is. Yeah, yeah. We're up there today. We're up there today. Oh, yeah? Put the post in. Nice. She looks good. I was gonna say I, we, I saw that video. Uh, who did the least amount of work uh, putting that post up? There's only one bloke, Butch. Stand up, <laughs> <his notebook. laughs> 
<laughs> he's just taking notes. He was standing there, arms crossed, just going, "What is going on here?" <laughs> he's taken to that, yo. Know, he, he's taken to that union kind of uh, yeah, thing. He, he wears know, the white hard yeah. hat. Yeah. He wears yeah. the white hard yeah. hat. He's the supervisor on the, on the job site. But Brooklyn, thank you so much for coming on, bro. No, no worries. Thank sorry you. Sorry for the mix up. Again, you. <laughs> out of bed for this uh, i appreciate you coming around so guys if you come around the stadium brooklyn i'm sure we'll be around there uh pre-mast and uh, post-match go say hi to po- brooklyn come say hi to me mikey i don't know is doing some shit because he's would be in western new york there. ice fishing yeah, so exactly so instead of being at the match we ice fishing watching on trn in his phone i hope you drop your phone through the hole mikey i, really <laughs> I hope i don't god, god. i love you phone too I love you, Mikey. But on behalf of everybody here at the fan club and on behalf of Brooklyn and the rest of the Rugby New York guys, we'll see you guys Sunday. Tickets in the bio right now. Take, Take a look. Grab your season tickets. Grab your home tickets. And we'll see you guys next week.